Good morning or good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into Herf Subtle, Chicago Bears podcast presented by Joseph Herf. For those of you who don't know me or my work, you can follow me on Twitter at NFL for all tweets, articles, and reactions surrounding the Bears. So today, I'm going to be breaking down the schedule for the Chicago Bears as it was released last week. Haven't had an episode since its release, so I'll be breaking down, you know, with a record prediction. I'm going to highlight the important games that will determine, you know, Winning season, losing season, you know, those fringe games that the Bears need to win if they, you know, want to be a playoff contending team. So to start this thing off, um, the big highlights of the schedule for the Bears. The Bears will travel the third least after the Packers and the Bengals. I do want to say this isn't super significant as, you know, the Bears are one of the most centrally region teams. So it's not like they're going across the country. I mean, they do, but like, I mean, they go to like, Washington, so that's Washington Commanders. So that's all the way on the East Coast, but you're already midway on the, uh, you know, the country. So it's not like you're Seattle going all the way to Washington, going across the country. And plus, they didn't get that international game. That was supposed to be the Chiefs game. So um, another big highlight is their over-under prior to what we'll talk about here is set at 7.5. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to run through the schedule first, and then I'm going to do my predictions. So... The first game is week one versus Green Bay. So it's at home and it's at 325. Primetime game uh, versus Green Bay at home to start off the season. Kick it off right away. Week two is at Tampa Bay at noon. Um, week three is at Kansas City. Um, sorry, I forgot to put date. So the first one September 10th and September 17th. Week three is at Kansas City on the 24th of September at 325 as well. Week four is versus the Denver Broncos at home um, at noon on Sunday, October 1st. Then week five, we have our first off game, which is a Thursday night football game um, at the Commanders. And that will be a 7-15 game, Thursday, October 5th. So just a four-day break. Um, Then week six, Sunday, October 15th, we host the Vikings at home at noon. Week seven, Sunday, October 22nd, we host the Raiders at home at noon. Week eight's another one of a Sunday night football where we go to Los Angeles Chargers as a 7:20 game um, on Sunday, October 29th. On Sunday, November 5th, for Week Nine, we go to New Orleans at a noon game. Week 10, we have Thursday Night Football versus the team we traded with, DJ Moore Revenge Game. Hopefully, Carolina Panthers. We host them, um, and that will be Thursday, November 9th. And then Week 11, we go to Detroit on the on November 19th at um, noon. Week 12 is at Minnesota. Monday, November 27th at Monday Night Football, so 7-15. Um, then we have a bye week on week 13. And then we finish the season versus the Lions at home, which is a noon game Sunday, December 10th. Week 15 is to be determined on time, and it's at Cleveland. Probably depends on how both teams are doing. Um, week 16 is a 325 game on Sunday, December 24th versus Arizona, um, Christmas Eve. Week 17 is a noon game uh, hosting the Atlanta Falcons on on uh, New Year's Eve. And then finally, week 18 is at Green Bay. Um, also to be determined, probably depends on how both those teams are and how we'll influence the uh, playoffs. So that's the full schedule. And next, I will break down uh, my record prediction and the important games. So as of lately, now the Bears have been playing against Green Bay to start the season as of, you know, I think this is the third time in the last five years, which is strange. Um, this is definitely a really good gauge on how the season will go for us. Um, this is actually my first highlighted game. 
So I have four games that are highlighted actually here. And that's the first one um, hosting green Bay. You know, it's the Jordan love era now. And this could be, if he's the starting quarterback for the next, you know, whatever years, this could be the rivalry of the NFC North for the next five plus five to 10 years of Justin Fields versus Jordan love. Um, it's a three twenty-five game to start off the season right away, right off the right. I'm actually going to the game. That's one of the games I'm going to this year. So um, that is, you know, an important game. I predicted this game as a win. I think we start off one and zero. I think Jordan Love has a rocky start, especially in Chicago. Not the easiest place to start your NFL career. Um, I think the Packers put some good things together, but I think the Bears edge out a win in a game that they put up some points against the Packers defense. That honestly still doesn't impress me all that much. So then Tampa Bay week two, I have that as a win. Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't scare me too much. Um, that defense is still solid. That offense still has some weapons in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but don't see them as a threat this year, except I think they, you know, win a few games because of their weak division. Week three is at Kansas City. I think that's where we take our first loss to drop the two and one. Um, I think that could be a very entertaining game. I don't think it's an important game. You know, we need a win or lose. I think it's an expected loss, but it could be a nice little gauge to see how our season is going to. Week four is a very big fringe game, in my opinion. Um, we don't know what the Denver Broncos are going to look like, but we host the Denver Broncos on Sunday, October 1st, and a Sean Payton-led team is not a team to, you know, kid ourselves on. That, that team could be very good, especially if Sean Payton gets Russell Wilson going. That's a good offensive line. That's a very good defense. A running back who could be healthy by week four and a very deep wide receiver core with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Tim Patrick coming back and all the guys they've been bringing in over the last few years. So that I, I don't know how to gauge the Broncos this year. I put that down as a loss because I think Sean Payton just out coaches the Bears here. And I think Russell Wilson's going to have a good year personally. I think he comes back with uh Sean Payton leading the way. So Bears dropped the two and two after that one. They go right back to Thursday night football versus at the Commanders. Um, I have that as a win. Sam Howell, much as I love him, I don't think he's going to be it yet. I think he will be a very solid starter, but I don't think he's going to be quite there yet. Um, that That's a very good receiving core, not an amazing running back room, not a great offensive line now either, losing a bunch of people along that line, and your left tackle still old Charles Leno. So doesn't scare me too much, and their defense is um, – their defensive line is incredible, but they're start, they're, the rest of the team is starting to slowly fall off, and – they're still trying to win despite having a young quarterback. So I count that as a win. Week six, we week six, we host the Vikings. I count that as a loss. It's a playoff team right there. And I don't think we're ready for that kind of competition yet. I don't think that's a fringe game. You normally split with your, you know, take a win and a loss versus your divisional opponents anyway. Um, but that drops us down to three and three, heading to week seven versus the Raiders. I have it marked as a win. Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels don't scare me too much. I don't think that's gonna be a good team this year. Um, great running game, and somehow they always put together a great offensive line of people they just seem to just build out of nowhere. Um, but I still think it gets away with a win with a not great defense and basically trying to build the JV roster of the New England Patriots. Next week eight is at Los Angeles Chargers on Sunday Night Football. This is a loss, in my opinion. Um, this could also be a fringe game, you could say. Um, their coach isn't the greatest. Beating Justin Herbert will be a tough one, but 
another great, again, quarterback matchup for Fields to prove himself one-on-one with Justin Herbert. Week 9 I have is another fringe game against a team that you never know how they're going to show up because they keep just consistently adding players. Um, I have the New Orleans Saints. I have us. I put every fringe game as a loss except for Green Bay um, because we need to beat them at least once, right? Um, I think personally that we lose to the Saints, especially at New Orleans, have not had luck there as of lately. I think that stingy defense is just not going to is going to give us a little bit of trouble. And I think this could be a game that everyone expects is an easy win, and they catch us on our you know catch us on our heels. Um, Derek Carr at quarterback. Great, great receiving core. Not great. Solid receiving core. Um, pretty deep running back room. A good offensive line. You know, they, they basically have the same staff they've had forever. So I am I think this is a game that we, you know, we sleep on and we take an L on. Then we bounce back in week 10. We play the Panthers on Thursday Night Football and destroy them, hopefully. DJ Moore gets, you know, 100-plus yards and a touchdown. Great little revenge game. Puts us right back up to, I'm losing track now, uh, five and... Five. So yeah, 500. Um, week 11 at the Lions. First time we face them all year. We're playing at Detroit. I have it as a loss. I think that team wins the division this year personally. Um, Dan Campbell's building a nice little team there. They got a great line. Defense keeps getting stronger. And they somehow keep improving. That offense can be fun to watch this year, especially if they get... Actually, by this point, they should have... Um, John Blank on his name. Their wide receiver rookie from last year back after his eight-game suspension. I believe it was eight games. I can't remember. Um, week 12 at Minnesota uh, on a Monday Night Football. I have that as another loss. I don't. I think the Vikings are going to get the best of us this year, unfortunately. Um, also, again, as me being pessimistic here, I, I can easily see us taking one from the Vikings here and go splitting with them. But that drops us down from 5-5 five and five to 5-7 five and seven now. Um, week 13 is our bye week. We get to reconnect here. We beat the Lions, come out of the bye week. We host them, we beat them. Week 15, this is our another big fringe game, another team that we have no idea what to expect. Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. You just don't know what can happen with that team. They just have they have a great team on paper. We don't know what you're gonna get. And I again, like I said, put this as a loss because you're at Cleveland. If that team is, you know, as good as they could be, we're losing to that team. Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson is as good as Deshaun Watson used to be, we're losing to that team. Um, I have that as a loss. So that now drops us to, I keep, I've lost track here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses and eight losses and five wins, six wins. Yep. Six and eight. With our last three games remaining, we play the Cardinals. We host them. We get a win. I think Kyler Murray by this point is basically checked out. I think the Cardinals are fully rebuilding at week 16 here. Week 17, we have the Falcons, another team that has Desmond Ritter at quarterback now and doesn't scare me. Another win. A team that spent a lot of free agency and, you know, didn't get anything. I think then week 18, we need to get a win to get to 9-8, and eight, get a winning season. We beat the Packers in Green Bay to finish the year 9-8. and eight. So, again, there's a lot of important games there. I think the kind of hard part is both those Packer games are extremely important. You start the year with them. You start the Jordan Love era in Chicago. Hopefully you end it right there. Um, you end your season on, in a uh, you know a game that could make or break your season, or it could mean nothing. Um, but if it does mean something, that's just a tough way to end the year against your biggest rival, the biggest rivalry in the NFL, 
and you could be on the fringe of playoffs and you need a win in Green Bay. And they're not going to let you no matter if they're tanking or not. Or if they're competing, if they even have a lock for the playoffs or if they're locked out for the playoffs and they don't care, they're going to try and win that game because they're going to want to get Jordan Love meaningful snaps and they don't want the Bears to make the playoffs. They That's the last thing they want. So overall, this is my realistic prediction of 9-8. and eight. So if I were a betting man, which... I love to lose money in sports betting, so don't take my advice. I'm hammering the over on the Bears, 7.5. I think they get at least 8 wins here because, again, like I said, I was being generous. They could easily beat the Saints. They could easily take one from the Vikings right there alone. So, like I said, these fringe games, if those, if you flip those fringe games that I listed, all of them, say the four that I listed, Packers, Broncos, Saints, Browns, that's the four. If you flip them, that gives the Bears... 11 wins. Now, again, that's if you're being pessimistic, the Bears go eight and nine. If it was all their fringe games that I listed, they go eight and nine. They win them all. What if they win them all? If they win them all, they go like there's an extra three wins. That's 12. Yeah. I'm so bad at math. 12 and five. Yeah. So anything can happen this year. The Bears have a relatively generous schedule with a few. Games that they can run away with, like Tampa Bay, like Washington, like Las Vegas, like the Panthers, Cardinals, Falcons. Right there, that's six games that should be hand-me wins that I just listed. Now, if you just draw your division, that right there is nine wins. You're nine and eight. If you just draw your division and you win the gimme games. You can't tell me that we don't take at least one game from those games teams I did not list of Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Saints, Browns. You can't tell me we don't take at least one of those 10 wins. There's a lot of things that can happen this year, and it's all honestly to come down to, one, I would like to see an edge rusher signed. Don't care if it's – I mean, I kind of care, but would love Yannick Ngaway or Leonard Floyd having beef up a little bit. I would love just somebody that can – Provide some veteran value to that Ed rushing crew. Um, I'd love that for one. Number two, it's going to really come down to coaching and Justin Fields. Those are the two main things that it come down to. I have my face so far in this offense um, with the way they're building it. And I believe it was Mike Clay who put out his offensive line rankings, put the Bears as 13th, which if you have the 13th ranked offensive line and you have your receiving core of DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Scott, Velas Jones, Dante Pettis, whatever it is, with tight ends at Cole Clement and Robert Tunyon, you should put up 25. You should be averaging 25 to 30 points every single game. If you average that, let's see. Let's just look up average scoring offenses in NFL. Let's see. If you average 25 to 30, if you average 25, which I said was the bottom, that puts your offense as a top eight offense in the NFL last season, 2022. Yep, that's 25. I don't think you averaged 30. is only impossible. Kansas City averaged 29.2. So it's going to be literally impossible. But last year, the Bears were averaging 19.2 points per game, and that was 23rd. I think they can make that jump to even just, at the very least, if Teals just plays as good as he did last year, they make that jump to, in terms of skill, not, you know, stats. 
to make that jump to 22-23, which puts them top half of the league in scoring. Top half of the league in scoring, your defense improved by adding a ton with a revamped linebacker room, revamped D-line room, and you kept the same secondary and added a second-round corner. On paper, they have built an ideal team to compete. Like now, again, this this year, in my opinion, 2023 is all about proving you can contend the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, great. If you don't, that's fine. We have two first-round picks next year, and one of them is a team that's supposed to be bad, the Panthers, that's supposed to start Andy Dalton to start the year. So if that's the case again, then if you make it or not, it does not matter because you still have two first round picks for the year after. And this year you will know if your future is with Justin Fields or not. And if it's not, you have two first round picks, do something. If it is, you have two first round picks, improve the roster to make them even better. And you can now play ball because with those two first round picks and the second most cap space in free agency, that should get lowered with a few re-signings of, you know, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, et cetera you should be able to be competing for a championship in 2024 and 2025. And your window does not close for a while. 2024 is ideal because that is the last year. 2021, Yeah, the last year of Justin Fields' rookie deal. You can spend that money. You can lock it up. You can win a lot of games. So, again... 2023 doesn't matter as much, but I would like to see this team competing for a playoff, and I think 9-8 is a realistic expectation. My optimism says 10-7, 11-6. Somewhere between there. Over-under at 10.5. I'm being optimistic. Over-under at probably 8. No, 8.5. You know, 8. Uh, yeah, 8.5. 8.5. Now we'll say, yeah, 8.5. I'd say eight and a half is my realistic expectation of wins and optimistic says 10 and a half is yeah. So overall, thank you all for tuning in. Let me know what your thoughts are on the Bears schedule. Um, it should be an interesting year again. I, I could see, I could hear the case for anything and I wouldn't shut you up. If you said the Bears are losing every game, I'd probably laugh and be confused why you actually believe that. What's wrong with you? Um, if you say the Bears are winning every game, I'd say, hell yeah, let's ride. Um, but yeah, let me know your thoughts. I um, would love to hear what you guys think about the Bears schedule, what you, what games you're going to. I am for sure going to week one. I am possibly going to the Raiders game, week seven. Um, in Chicago, I'm going to try and go to more games now that I am in Arlington Heights, and I'm just a train ride away, um, or 30-minute or $40 Uber away. Um just buy some cheap tickets and go to a game, 300 level, who cares, get there. So overall, I'd love to hear what games you're going to, love to do a meetup, love to hear your schedules or uh, your schedule predictions. So thank you all for tuning in. There will not be an episode next week as I will be living up in Mexico. So um, there will be a week-long break, but um, let me know your thoughts, comments, concerns with the podcast, and I will see you guys all in two weeks.